Today on The Good Word, we're talking about the beginning and the end and everything in between. In other words, we're talking about infinity. Infinity was one of my favorite words as a kid, just because it was so big. I love you infinity much was a phrase I used. Or in answer to how many hot dogs I wanted at the picnic, infinity. When medieval alchemists and other philosophers of the time tried to express the idea of the infinite, they often relied on a symbol called an Ouroboros to illustrate their texts and their paintings. The idea comes from Norse, Egyptian, and other mythologies where a snake curved on itself, eating its own tail, represented the eternal cycle of the world, time, and life, death, and rebirth. It's described as the all is one, where the end and the beginning come together in the very same being. That symbol has been used in lots of different ways to represent religious concepts or magic, even appearing on gravestones for a time as a reminder of rebirth after death. Many of these Gnostic or mystery ideas were represented in early and medieval Christian art, often appearing in illuminated manuscripts of Scripture. And it makes sense, since the New Testament frequently makes reference to the infinite nature of the Lord Jesus Christ. He was a man among us, but more than just a man, with a divine origin and mission. The book of Revelation, chapter 1, describes the yet-to-come return of the Lord and His nature in both the end and the beginning. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Even before the writings of John in the late first century, some of the peoples in the Americas looked forward to the coming of Christ. They knew him as the Lord of heaven and earth, as the Creator who had existed since the beginning, and also knew of his coming to earth to live as a mortal. In Mosiah chapter 3, King Benjamin describes to his people the duality of the Savior, emphasizing his great blessings and sufferings for humanity's sake. For behold, the time cometh, and is not far distant, that with power, the Lord Omnipotent who reigneth, who was, and is from all eternity to all eternity, shall come down from heaven among the children of men, and shall dwell in a tabernacle of clay, and shall go forth amongst men working mighty miracles such as healing the sick, raising the dead, causing the lame to walk, the blind to receive their sight, the deaf to hear, and curing all manner of diseases. And he shall be called Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Father of heaven and earth, the Creator of all things, from the beginning, and his mother shall be called Mary. We're most familiar with the accounts of Jesus during his time living as a man, walking the earth, healing the sick, performing miracles, and teaching his gospel. And while that is an important aspect of his life, we also know his existence didn't start in Bethlehem or end in Calvary. He's existed since before the beginnings of this earth, and he is the one who will bring about the end of unrighteousness and ushering the new world of the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ is deeply involved in both the beginning and the end of the earth, and because of that, he's a part of everything in between, including our own lives and our progress in becoming like him. And that's The Good Word.